So what's beautiful about the work that I'm doing is I am also my customer. <laughs> I am on my own journey of finding the right healthcare provider for me or potentially team of healthcare providers to go deeper with me. My body's feeling this way. Like I've started to gain weight. I eat fairly healthy and I am active a good amount of days per week. I drink a gallon of water a day, lemons, like all the things. And I've seen changes in my body over time and my pain level is still very high. I know I don't have endometriosis, but I'm still, I say all that to say, I'm still on that journey of finding someone who will go, a, a healthcare provider who will go deeper with me. And I'm still figuring out what that, that looks like. I know what it looks like to get rid of a healthcare provider. <laughs> this is an It All Media production. Welcome to the Fuck It All podcast, a show inspired by and dedicated to modern women undoing it all. I'm your host, Casey Let Gordon. On this show, I sit down with everyday women having what we call fuck it all moments. You know, those moments in time where we choose what's best for ourselves above anything else, often in opposition to the expectations of society, family, community, and hell, even our former selves. So settle in for the new stories that define us and the conversations women want to have. What did we say we were going to call this? All Up In It. This all is All Up In it. it, the Fuck It All podcast all with Lauren Gregory, founder and CEO of her puppy. Hello, Lauren. Hi, darling. This is Hi. a long time in the making. We were introduced from our mutual friends and partners here at It All Media, Samane. Shout out, Samane, for being collector of amazing women and amazing founders. They're my favorite. Yeah, they're pretty great. And then we got the chance to collaborate again at the Femtech Salons. And then again <laughs> at the Half Better Sex event. Yes. And Are we having good sex? Sex has been better since I've learned more about my body. <laughs> yes. Can confirm in the past year of doing this content, sex has upgraded. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. about knowing just the basic biology. Mm-hmm. After having a child, might I add, this is not like that's the alarming thing is these feel like things I probably should have known forever ago. But nonetheless, and that's what I love so much about the work you do with her poppy is your menstrual wellness company. And I know that probably for everyone listening is like, OK, say more because I've never put menstrual and well yeah. in the same sentence until now. So say more about her poppy, the work you're doing. I think of it as menstrual health. Our menstrual cycle is a vital aspect of our overall health care. And it's significant for us. And so what we do at Her Poppy is we help women understand their menstrual cycles so that they can have better overall experiences with their health. This <sighs> is health care. Yeah. And I didn't know this, and I'm shamed. And then I talked to other women Don't who, who Don't. didn't. But I right, like <laughs> let's not put more shame. But I didn't know there were four cycles, four parts to your cycle, because no one told you, <laughs> right? And like I said, this is after having a child. Mm -hmm. Like this is after tracking and all of that. And somebody we were learning last year as we were doing work with Semaine about these four parts of her cycle. And when I say, as as a baseline woman and person that lives in this body every month going through the, the cycles that I do as a mother, 
being able to understand how I can show up, when I can show up, being able to communicate my needs when I need support, time off, rest as a partner. Mm-hmm. So many fewer fights when I can be like, this is my luteal cycle and I need this and this is why. Yeah. Um, as a business partner, Katie's right off screen. I'm looking at her for us to be able to communicate with each other of like where we're at, when we're so good and when we need rest and when, you know, it's, it is affected. I think when I first learned about it, I thought, well, that's cool. And then as I started to get deeper in it, it is pervasive in every single part of my life, mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. We're in it every day and it's telling us something every day on it's impacting us every day mentally physically and emotionally and it is just as important for us to monitor this as it is our blood pressure our heart rate our respiratory rate we have to monitor and know what's going on with our our, our hormones, essentially. Yeah. It's our hormones that, that's governing what's happening throughout the different phases. And so don't feel any shame in that. You are one. We surveyed our audience and you are one of nearly 65% of the population who didn't learn about the four phases until they were at least in their mid-20s or older. Yes, I was 33 years old. Yeah. So, and I'm including myself in that, I didn't learn about this. I initially started her poppy to solve for my own problem with period pain. Mm. And as I started going deeper and learning more about this, I learned about the four phases of the cycle in doing this work and started to uncover more and more and understood how vital it is to our health and how important it is to understand all of the phases what it means to live in flow with those phases, to understand what's happening, understand that things that we're going through are indicators, not necessarily symptoms. And so say more. think about them as such. So when you think about pain, when you think about mood fluctuations, when you think about extreme bloating, for example, those are things that you talk to your healthcare provider about. I'll tell you, if I have, it's usually like, yeah, that's just PMS. Exactly. So what what does that, like you say, go talk to a healthcare provider. Yeah. What does that actually mean from like an advocacy and an empowered perspective? So what's beautiful about the work that I'm doing is I am also my customer. <laughs> I am on my own journey of finding the right healthcare provider for me or potentially team of healthcare providers to go deeper with me. My body's feeling this way. Like I've started to gain weight. I eat fairly healthy and I am active a good amount of days per week. I drink a gallon of water a day, lemons, like all the things. And I've seen changes in my body over time and my pain level is still very high. I know I don't have endometriosis, but I'm still, I say all that to say, I'm still on that journey of finding someone who will go, a a healthcare provider who will go deeper with me. And I'm still figuring out what that that looks like. I know what it looks like to get rid of a healthcare provider. (laughs) Because I had, I I went into just for an, an annual and I just wanted to bring up the severe, what I've noticed for myself specifically is during my luteal phase, my my moods are getting 
harder and harder for even me to deal with. And I feel the need to, uh, I would say a benefit now to understanding what's happening is I feel I will do my best to sort of isolate myself so that in a healthy way, right? so that I'm not lashing out at partners or anything like that. And so in talking or asking help my one of a gynecologist about two years ago about this, her only recommendation was an antidepressant. And it's like, okay, there's gotta be more. Like is that the is that really the only thing? Right. Or birth control. Are we we're still doing these things? Right. And so right now her poppy is on the journey to what is how can we be the answer along with the medical community who is willing to go there with women and provide that information and what do those products look like if these are the things that you deal with how can we be that resource so that you can have that information you can take that to your healthcare provider you can advocate for yourself if they're not the right one then we figure out what that potentially we can help you figure out what that looks like to get access to someone who who can help you yeah, and I think it's important for anybody listening to think about so often, and I'll speak for myself, And but doctors, they have this perceived position of power. And you think about our healthcare system, who it was designed by and for, and this is not opinion-based, this is factual-based. Women weren't allowed in research studies until I think it was 93. I know that black and brown bodies are much more likely to experience miscare, malpractice, death, like the, the rates. And so when we think about what our actual population looks like, especially those of us that experience menstrual cycles, and we're going into systems that weren't built for by us or for us, and yet we're faced with this perceived position of power, feeling in your own power to advocate for yourself. I, I know personally, I felt a lot of Either nothing's really wrong, like I can't see anything, so there must not be anything, or that's just the way it is. And those two as answers, I just think about like at a most foundational level of our health, if those are what we're being told, and then we go out into the world and we're believing those stories of like pain and discomfort aren't either real, or if they are real, that's just your lot in life. What like the subconscious narrative that we're now telling ourselves in so many other spaces that we occupy against other perceived positions of power or if our pain, our experiences, our realities aren't validated. Mm -hmm. And so this idea that you're coming and creating this supplementary care, like we're not saying don't also have healthcare and medical providers, but this supplementary care that's created by and for the people who experience it, Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it feels like a no brainer to me to not for us to not, as individuals getting curious about our menstrual cycles, wanting to have better menstrual health, better health in general, to not open the lens to look more holistically mm-hmm. as a starting place. I mean, we're essentially saying, I can curse. I mean, the show's called Fuck It All. So we're you're saying like, nah, fuck that. Yes. Like, my, I'm going through this pain. You're not, and I know this isn't, this is a, this is a system you know, systemic issue that that we're looking at here. But do I have the answers for how we're going to solve for this? And and half of the population, half of the world's population over half can start to eat. Okay, even start 
to get (laughs) the care and the fact that it aches my soul, (laughs) the fact that I even have to talk about it that way. But where we are, can I start with giving, can we start at the platform with giving sound, solid, accurate information, education about what your body is going through, Mm -hmm. like what's happening This is a regular monthly occurrence that's happening, and this is how we live through it. This is what it means. If your body is experiencing this, then get this checked out, and high estrogen potentially leads to these diseases and things. And so what does it look like going deeper on hormonal testing and, and things like that, and it not taking... 10 years for things like endometriosis to be diagnosed because that pain is unbearable. And so if we can start as a platform and expand our reach, my goal is globally because we're still at a point where little girls, I don't want to tear up, but like little girls are in certain countries, like, they're asked to leave their home yeah. during their, their periods. Something because, that they literally have no control exactly. over. It's just who they are and how they are. You know, and and I know there's there's deeper, more religious and, and cultural beliefs sure. that, are, that are tied to that, but there's so many things that are, they're not leaving their homes and going to safe spaces. Right. They're being kicked out and banished, like, to the woods every month. Yeah. This is still happening. Think about and what that does on one's psyche. Like, I can only imagine. happening in 2023. Yeah. You know, and no, that's not happening here, but we're still, like you're saying, like, just the idea of, like, dealing with pain, dealing with less than, like, how that's impacting yeah. your psyche. How can we arm you with information? And we see how that's translating to now forcing us to have children. Yes. So how can we start with education so that we can start to advocate for ourselves in a different way and start to attack this problem from a different lens? Yes. And so that's our mission. So a couple things that were coming to mind. I think about growing up and this is like such a stupid throwaway thing, but I remember growing up somebody making a comment of like a woman president and like what would she do that time of the month is she gonna like press the red button like kind of like a how could she be sane enough to do that and I've started to think about this a lot and this idea that I often think about my period and it's it's really evolved as I've gotten more information about what menstrual your cycle and your health Mm -hmm. look like and actually how powerful and like what an amazing indicator it's actually more beautiful yes it's more like we've been trained like that it's bad yeah and it reveals like from a a mental standpoint like especially those things that irritate the fuck out of you like during your luteal phase it's actually revealing to you things that you should probably start working on yes things that you typically have the patience for or overlook before yes or during maybe your ovulation phase when you just you don't give a fuck about anything because you're just like frolicking (laughs) but yeah it's actually a very beautiful like But we need more stories to say that because I think what I'm looking at is like, I don't, I look at entrepreneurship. Sometimes I don't have the same energy to hustle. 
that's not bad. Why are we out here hustling? That's fucking stupid. Stop hustling, people. Take, take a break. Take Listen, a rest. My my boyfriend is an entrepreneur as well. Yeah. Neither does he. But that nobody's shitting need. on them. <laughs> Instead, it's like, oh my god, look at him being able to just like be chill and yeah. like you know. But it's this narrative in my mind that I've had to really sit with, and I love what you said of like. If you pay attention or in tune with it, which women like we are so innately intuitive that we have these things revealed to us. Mm -hmm. And the fact I re I'm actually carrying that with me. I'm going to start making notes of everything that annoys me. My husband better watch out during my luteal phase. It's about to be popping off. Um, but seriously, of the things like boundaries being pushed or someone not, um, you know, uh, listening when you're talking or whatever these tensions are that like, yeah, they probably are healthier ways to communicate that all cycle long. But you're, you know, we just haven't been. And now we are coming and you can't tell me that I am not here because it's what I like. I am here. I am standing in the gap for over half of the world's population. Yeah. Like that is what I'm here to do because we haven't been taught to be able to live in that yeah. and there's there's two sides to this right yeah. there's the science side with yes. understanding all of the hormones and what's happening and energy levels and all that and then there is like the more mental and emotional side but there's science ties to that as well absolutely we have to live with this like it's time to learn but it's also not binary right like that's it, exactly. not life like right. yeah. our life is integrated and intersectional and this Every time I, I get into the conversation around women's health, wellness, pleasure, and understanding the power of cycle, I feel like it just reignites a fire for me. Of, And it makes me feel, the more I understand, it makes me so much more gentler with myself because, like, the logical side of my brain is like, oh, that's what's happening here. You're not in this emotional hormonal space you're just like it's like no that's natural that that would be and i'm as i understand it i'm gentler with it mm -hmm. it's just been it's transformative i'm curious as it relates to women being told hey girl you can have it all i have lots of thoughts on that as you know from the podcast thinking about the way that menstrual health women's health plays into this narrative of it all i don't know if you have thoughts on that either the bullshit and or perception that we can or what it actually means to have it all i think that's up to every individual mm. to decide yep. if they can have it all and what that means for them yeah i'll i'll leave that there uh -huh. <laughs> i'm not gonna what's been your uh, what's been your relationship with having it all oh it that fluctuates mm -hmm. right now i want vacations and more rest but What's required of me right now is that's this is not the time for that. It's time for me to show up and do my job and doors are opening and space is being made for that. And so I'm showing up there. I just want to be a mirror. I think that oftentimes as women, the stats are out there. I don't need to cite them, but we don't start unless we think that we have 100 percent of the answers and capabilities oh, and I just think I love what you said earlier is like, I don't know what the fix is, but I know there's a problem and I'm willing to show up to that space. And I just think as a woman, as a founder in this space to say, I'm not going to focus on getting it right. I'm going to focus on showing up and doing what I can and inviting others. That's like a major shift. Mm -hmm. That's a big um 
that's a statement within itself of your willingness to do that and stand in that space. And there's more of there's more of me. Mm-hmm. And it like there's you. And there are more of us that yep. are coming to, you know, kind of shake shit up a bit and and not for the greater good. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. It's like for the greater good, because it's like I'm tired of having this fucking conversation about like pay and equal rights. And I get it like we're here. But like I said, to to even get the level of I'm 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 tired of it. Yeah. And so. I'm doing something about it. Love that. Such a fuck it all mindset. When do you feel most in your power? When I have pushed through a challenging situation and I'm on the other side of it. Mm. On the flip side, push this (laughs) sentence for me. When my power is shaken, I. When my power is shaken, I. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Most honest answer we've had yet. <laughs> when my power, honestly, I cry. Mm-hmm. I do. I cry and I I have to let that out and I'll reassess. Beautiful. That's what I do. I'm the release is essential. You guys saw, yeah, I'm a crier. Yeah. 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 Okay. I have like my emotional cutting movies I have to go watch because I can't cry easily. So I have a couple when I really yeah. need that cry. Just go, go get her in. Yeah. Um, if you can tell younger Lauren one thing, what are you telling her? You've always been fearless and um it's gonna continue to serve you and a way will be made yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> katie's feeling very kindred spirit over here yeah that's beautiful what do we call this all up in it we got all up in it we call it all up in it all up in it all with lauren it. gregory on the fuck it all podcast all how can people follow get participate support yes. her poppy where do they do what do they go, do and where do they go um right now subscribe to our email list herpoppy.com we're giving out a lot of good we're starting with giving out a lot of good information there around the menstrual cycle keeping you up to date on some of the things that are happening until we can kind of formally introduce things and social media our socials quiet but that's cool at her poppy co we don't always need to be loud. Yeah. We're busy building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I I would say our email list, herpoppy.com. You can subscribe there and you'll get some really nice goodies. Perfect. And I know that, I mean, it may be evolving over time, but her poppy product for anybody listening, it's incredible. Katie and I are both loyal users. And the minute I start feeling any symptom indicator of period or pain, discomfort, et cetera. I whip out my her poppy serum, my oil, and it's one, it smells amazing. And that's something Lauren has taught me is that quality of life in all phases of our menstrual cycle is essential. I mean, that's a subtle communication to ourselves of how worthy we are. Mm-hmm. And everything about the product is incredible. So we'll also put that in our show notes for for everyone here to to follow along and enjoy. Thank you. All right, Lauren, thanks for doing this. All up in it. All up in it. All right. All right. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Fuck It All podcast. This is an It All Media production, a home for the news stories that define us and the conversations women want to have. If you haven't already, go over to itallmedia.co slash join to get it all in your inbox every week. And make sure you subscribe here and drop us a rating because baby, that's how this whole world goes round. 
Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Fuck It All podcast.